Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. This is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions. If you think you have a question that's going to be a broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Adam asks, a friend of mine considers himself a virtual wholesaler. Another investor friend considers wholesaling a tool in an investor's toolbox. What are your experiences with wholesaling in real estate? And where do you come down on this side of the issue? Well, Adam, this is a great question. First, let's start by defining what we mean by wholesaling. This is a type of transaction where an investor executes a purchase contract on a property and then decides to sell that contract prior to closing, doing something called an assignment of contract. In some cases, the buyer will actually close on the purchase and hold the property for a very short time period before reselling it to another investor. It's called a double close. The idea is to make some money on the difference between the purchase and the sale or to make an assignment fee in exchange for assigning the contract. When rookie investors who have little to no capital attend one of the many weekend real estate seminars that tour the country, wholesaling is the technique that most often is taught at these seminars. Theoretically, you don't need any capital to make money on a wholesale transaction. So that overcomes the biggest objection that most rookie investors have when entering the business. Besides, it makes the weekend seminar worth the price of admission. But let's go back to the basics of business. Business is all about solving problems. If you're standing in the middle of a real estate transaction, you're essentially solving two problems. You're solving a problem for the seller and you're solving a problem for the buyer. For the seller, they may be looking to sell a property quickly. They may have a financial problem that requires an asset sale to solve it. These are the so-called motivated sellers. In today's environment, there is so much competition for property and inventory is very low in so many markets that finding a deal is dramatically more difficult today than it was, say, in 2012, near the bottom of the market. Finding distressed properties at a deep discount is much, much more difficult today. And that's one of the key principles that makes wholesaling successful. For the buyer, they're looking to buy a property that meets very specific criteria. Sourcing property can be very time-consuming and often requires boots-on-the-ground knowledge to find compelling opportunities. The idea that someone controlled the internet and make a sustainable business of wholesaling property I suppose is mathematically possible, and there might even be a few examples of people who have done it. But in general, I don't think it's a widespread strategy that's going to be generally successful on a sustained basis, especially in today's market conditions. I sometimes wholesale properties, but I only do so very selectively. It's usually a property that I've purchased with the intention of closing myself. Sometimes I'll sell it to another developer because it's worth more to them than it's worth to me. I'll give you an example. The city of Toronto has very little developable land left. Most development is of an infill nature, and in order to build anything of substance, you need to sometimes assemble several properties together into a larger parcel. If you can get a property under contract that would be valuable as part of a land assembly, now you've created real value and you've solved a real business problem by contributing to the land assembly. That's a scenario where wholesaling makes a lot of sense. Another thing that happens in Toronto is that development is an incredibly bureaucratic process, to say the least. Developers often find themselves facing delays. And when that happens, they need to find another project to keep their people busy, or they risk losing them to another developer. If that happens, they're not going to get them back, so they need an emergency project just to keep their people busy. 
They might need a dozen townhouse project or a 20 townhouse project, anything to keep their people busy. They can't wait a year for that project. They need it now or maybe in 60 days. It's an example of solving a problem for a buyer. If you can give a developer a piece of land that is entitled for a dozen townhouses and they can get to work right away, you're solving a very real business problem. But before you can solve that problem, a few things need to be in place. Number one, you need to have a relationship with the buyer. Number two, you have to have inside knowledge of specifically what they're looking for. And finally, you have to have had enough forethought to secure the property before they even have said they need it made sure all the entitlements are in place so that when you're ready to sell it, they're ready to buy it. And there are a lot of things that need to come together in order to make a wholesale transaction like that work. That doesn't sound like the sort of thing that's going to be happening over the internet. Finally, the wholesaler is in a very weak negotiating position. If the buyer knows it's under contract, they also know that the contract will expire. They can simply wait for the contract to expire and go directly to the seller without paying an assignment fee. The only way the wholesaler can maintain their negotiating position is if they can show the buyer that there are multiple buyers interested in buying the property. That virtually guarantees that even if the buyer waits for the contract to expire, they won't get the property. Only then does the wholesaler maintain their negotiating leverage. I firmly believe the wholesale transaction is simply a tool in the toolbox of real estate investors. The idea of making a sustained business out of wholesale is a fantasy, at least from where I'm coming from. And while it could be successful, it's really going to be inconsistent and not very sustainable. As you're thinking about that, go make some great things happen. Have an awesome day. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.